Hello, it's Saturday night and it's Sumo Manichi. I'm Amy. I'm here in Melbourne, Australia with Dave and we're going to talk sumo. We are. Uh, Saturday night. Yeah. It's a great night for sumo. Let's start off by having a look at the weather in Tokyo today. It was 25 degrees. Well, it's 25 degrees right now, which is 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Precipitation 90%. It was quite rainy uh, and high humidity too, 96%. Tokyo... I 96%. 96%. 96. Yep. 96% ocean. As I understand it, high humidity. Uh, of course, there's a big typhoon blowing across uh, Japan east to west at the moment. I think I don't think this weather is directly related to this weather event, but we should see it hit uh, Tokyo in a couple of days. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, we've been watching NHK and there's a lot of coverage of that and there's a lot of um, roofs coming off houses and shingles coming off the top of roofs and yeah. it looks very dramatic and a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Uh, so that's the weather for you. The weather's back and it's pretty dramatic. Some other news, apart from the weather, is that Hoshoryu, he's going to be back from day eight. So that actually was just a couple of days sitting out with uh, that tonsillitis, tonsillitis issue. That's extremely good news. So he'll come back in with how many wins? Two wins? One win. One win, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're talking about living the dream here, he'll come back at one and seven. Oh, he'll be on the road. He'll be on the road. On day eight. And then he'll come back. He'll win every single one. He'll get his kachikoshi and he will get komasubi. I believe. Yep. I believe. That's what's going to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> well, let's jump into Jurio. Yeah. Some great action today. There was. There was a really long bout. So Daishoho is someone we haven't been talking about, but he is up there in the leader pack. So let's start. It was a long bout between him and Teresara, who was up from Makushta, but it was Teresara who was able to pull off the victory. He's very keen for a Jurio promotion. He's three and one at this stage. Daishoho is five and two. Asashiyu tried to keep Nishiki Fuji away from him, but couldn't. He went down. The winner was Nishiki Fuji. He's in the lead now on six wins and one loss. Azamaru finally put a white dot next to his name, pulling Takakento down out of the touchy eye. This is a huge relief yeah. for Azamaru <laughs> fans. Goodness. He's one and six. Uh, Takakento is two and five. Daisho Maru pushed a retreating Midori Fuji out of the doyo and into the lap of one of the ringside Shimpan to also move to six and one with that leader pack. Midori Fuji two and five. Oho took a surprise victory against Kotashoho, a slapdown win that he really needed to take him to three and four. Kotashoho drops one off the pace to five and two. And Abi got taken back by Hakuyozan. He looked in danger, but in slipping away, it's Hakuyozan who steps out. A lucky one for Abi, I think. You saw this as yeah. a lucky win. He's not looking all that convincing, is no. he? But with <laughs> no. that win, he's five and two. So staying with the leaders. Poor old Hakuyozan, one and six. Kaishaw smothered Sadunumi to deny Sadunumi his sixth win. Kaishaw looked very, very good. He moves to five and two. Sadunumi is on the same score. Akua, what's going on with Akua at the moment? He's really, really trying this kakanage. Yeah, the hooking in a thigh throw. He has two already. Yeah, and... Today, he he tried three times against Shahorzan before finally snaking his leg inside and throwing Shahorzan to the dirt. This is a new Akua we're seeing here. It must be a move that he's worked out 
that he's really good at because to see someone try exactly the same yeah. move four times in a bout and eventually succeed, it's not something you see very often in sumo. Not at all. But good to see Akua really trying to grow his sumo into this throwing style. Of course, he, in addition to the kakanages, he had a kubinage. Yes. The, the neck throw uh, previously as well. He's six and two. Uh, why don't you take us through the leaderboard? Yep. So on six wins, we've got Aqua, Daishomaru and Nishiki Fuji. And on five, Sadanumi, Kaisho Abi, Kodashoho, Nishikigi and Daishoho down at the bottom. So things heating up in Jurio. Absolutely. As always, let's move in to the top division. The first bout of the day was Jurio 1, Mitoriu up against Tokushoryu. But Mitoriu put up no real resistance as Tokushoryu moved forward and steamrolled over Mitoriu. A very straightforward Oshidashi win for Tokushoryu. Yeah, no resistance from him today. Tokushoryu found the perfect push spots on his chest and that was that. Tokushoryu, his second win on day seven. He's two and five. Mitoriu at Jurio one is the same score. Ichiyamamoto up against Tsurugisho. Ichiyamamoto, he came forward even with his more heavily bandaged knees today. It proved to be the right move because he pushed Tsurugisho back. Tsurugisho tried the pull and he just ended up being pushed out by Ichiyamamoto instead. And I would call that a much needed win, an MNW for Ichiyamamoto. Absolutely. It wasn't pretty from Ichiyamamoto today, but with that win, he breaks a five-day losing streak. Mm. On the other hand, Tsurugisho, he took a long time to get up. Uh, up this um, oh, yeah, that's right. Defeat found him off the doyo. Uh, it seemed to be limping. Yeah, I think maybe with his right leg from memory, I can remember him circling around and then struggling a little bit to get back onto the doyo. Yeah, we know Tsurugisho often has injury issues, so hopefully this is just a little bit of a you know a bit of a shock to the system after going off the doyo. Uh, Ichiyamamoto two and five after that victory. Tsurugisho three and four. Kagiyaki stepped up next against Chiyomaru. Kagiyaki came striding forward, aiming to get under the arms of Chiyomaru. But Chiyomaru wasn't having a bar of it. While Kagiyaki had his hands planted under Chiyomaru's arms, Chiyomaru just continued thrusting at Kagiyaki somehow before stepping back and slapping down hard and this sent Kagiyaki to the dirt. Hataki Komi win for Chiyomaru. I was looking for something complicated that happened here, but I don't think it was. I think it was just good movement and a good push from Chiyomaru. The last time Chiyomaru beat Kagiyaki in 2019, it was Hataki Komi as well. I don't know if he's looking out for that as a method to get the big man down. Uh, maybe he decided to try that again, but it worked today, the Hataki Komi, and he is four and three, Mr. Sumo. Kagiyaki is four and three as well. Kaisei up against Tochinoshin. They went straight onto the belt here, two hands each. Tochinoshin tried straight away to raise the big man Kaisei and move him back, but there was no movement. And instead it was Kaisei who took the steps forward and was able to take Tochinoshin over the line. I thought this was a very telling bout. Yeah. Both on the belt, this became a pure test of strength that Kaisei um, just looked a lot better in. Tochinoshin couldn't match it. No, they fought each other 24 times. It's 11 Kaisei, 13 Tochinoshin, okay. and 19 times out of the 24, whichever has won, it's fairly equal, uh, Has it's been by Yorikiri. So wow. these two are often yeah. always looking to get onto the belt and yeah. move each other away. But the difference now is that uh, Kaisei can more easily move Tochinoshin. It's true. And Tochinoshin, I did see a moment where he went for the heave, but it just didn't move Kaisei enough. 
So the concerning signs continue for Tochinoshin, he's two and five with that loss. Kaisei, three and four. Yutakiyama up next against Kotoweko. Kotoweko raised the shoulder to meet Yutakiyama's charge, and that's about all he did as Yutakiyama stepped forward, landing thrust after thrust. Kotoweko did manage to spin away on the bales, but Yutakiyama, he was balanced, moves in, pushed Kotoweko out. A very comprehensive Oshidashi win. I thought there was a little bit of luck there, maybe, for Yutakiyama that, that Kotoeko had stepped out because he was so close to the edge because Yutakiyama was blundering a little close. But that's how Sumo goes. Kotoeko stepped out. He is two and five at Magashira 11. Yutakiyama is four and three. Endo and Shionokuni up next. Now, this was an absolute brawl, a real rough and tough affair. I wondered if they had a beef or something, these two against each other. I think they've been at war on Twitter. Yeah, they yeah. must have been. Or somebody stole somebody's girlfriend or something because it was rough. Well, the the, the post that I have is that uh, they had very different opinions on Kanye's Donda album. <laughs> and they're going to work it out in the doyo today. Well, I hope something came out of it. Because and I loved it, by the way. Yeah, he thought right. it was an ambitious uh-huh. uh, project that pushed hip hop into new arenas. Uh-huh. And Chino Cooney, and I'm quoting here, said it's shithouse. <laughs> so, mm, interesting. I don't even need to describe the bout now. That's what <laughs> happened. And <laughs> Endo, he went for the Maimawashi. As he often does, Chianakuni broke it and from there it was, yeah, just descended into brawl territory, slap shoves, pulls, almost punches. Endo cartwheeled past Chianakuni. He couldn't finish him off. Endo got back on the belt. Chianakuni tried for the throw. Endo then eventually was able to come in close to Chianakuni, take that momentum of the tried throw and, and come back right on his body and get Chionokuni out, Yorikiri actually, which yeah. doesn't doesn't speak to the the story. The story, the story is about it all. Um, wow, what what a uh, what's the right word? A, a demonstration of sumo yeah. here and the brutal style of sumo. Chionokuni came away bleeding from the head. Yes. Maybe Endo had a blood nose. We couldn't tell if that blood was his or Chena Cooney's. Yeah, there was blood everywhere. And Chena Cooney's scalp looked like it had an actual gouge yeah. taken out of it. This, I wouldn't say this was nasty sumo. I just think it was very, very intense. Endo survived the hugest scare here. I don't know how he kept his feet, but shows how good his balance is. This was just a great... A great bout. It was actually. I, I don't have words for it. I didn't mind it because often we watch sumo from the past and we say, you know, it was kind of maybe quicker and more energy Better. into it. <laughs> and this bout sort of had that. It was yeah. a real back and forth and it was, yeah, it was just so rough. So look, it's two losses in a row for Chino Cooney now, but I'm not, pa- I'm not panicked okay. at all. I feel okay. good about it. 5-2, it's fine. Endo, he's also racked two wins in a row and now is in a pretty good 5-2 position himself. Very tired after this bout. Yeah, wasn't he? He was heaving for breath. He put everything into this one. Yeah. Chiyono Orr stepped up next against Hidenumi. This was an even touchy eye, but Hidenumi, he was quick to establish himself on the belt of Chiyono Orr. A deep right hand grip, and he was in nice and close. Hidenumi, he did not hesitate. He pulled Chiyono Orr off balance and drove him towards the bales. This was very solid sumo from Hidenumi today. It was. He had some form on the on the belt. It worked. He bodied up against Chiyono Orr. He's bigger than him, but he's not quite as muscly, so it was good to uh, good to. See him pull off that win. Absolutely. Hidden Umi, three and four. Chiona all, four and three. 
Chiatari up against Teretz Yoshi. This was a matchup I was looking forward to because their styles of sumo are so different. Teretz Yoshi, he went low and it was too low. Chiatari just gave a little bit of ground and slapped him down. You took the words right out of my mouth. All I need to say about this is that Teretz Yoshi went too low. Yes. So uh, with that win, Chiatari is four and three, Teretz Yoshi three and four. Shimano Umi up next against Myogiryu. Myogiryu was too strong at the Tachiai. He drove Shimano Umi back. And while Shimano Umi was able to pull up the charge, Myogiryu was on top of him and he just continued to pile the pressure on and took Shimano Umi over the bales. Yori Kitty. Myogiryu keeping himself in the, in the game, isn't he? 6-1 now. Dominant sumo from him, locking things up early. He didn't let Shimano Umi escape or get started with any funny business. And yeah, as you said, that takes him to six and one with that Yori Kitty win. Shimano Umi, he's three and four. Aoyama up next against Onosho. And after the Tachiai, Aoyama started doing those large holdups. It wasn't as high as usual because Anosha is a little guy, yeah. but he was holding him up by the, the shoulders and the neck. And as soon as he did that twice in a row, you said he's going to slap him down. <laughs> it was really obvious. I think I think everyone knew what was going to happen here apart from Onosha. Well, Onosha might have seen it as well, to be honest, but yeah, he couldn't, couldn't stop do it at that point. It. He was deep in the throes <laughs> of the uh, oncoming Hadakikomi and he was flat down on the ground. Yeah. I would call this an a much needed win for Aoyama. It takes him to three and four, which doesn't sound too bad, but he's had a couple of dodgy losses. Yeah, he has, but it's funny that he's going back to his comfort sumo mm. now of the Hataki Komi, and you really couldn't pick a better opponent to do it against <laughs> than Onosho today. So as you said, Aoyama three and four, Onosho is five and two now. Next bout, Ura up against Okonomi. It was a non-touchy eye here. Ura was starting a long way back. Okonomi ended up standing up briefly, leaving Ura to come forward, I would say a little tentatively. Okonomi moved in, he got on top of Ura, who responded by crouching down, like he was looking for that Izori uh, throw where you hoik someone around over your shoulder, but he missed a belt grip, he was down low, couldn't haul Okonomi around, and Okonomi just ended up essentially pushing on Ura's uh, shoulder to send him to the ground. A bit fiercely. Uh, yeah. A bit of a shove. This one, I mean, look, Ura knows about the power of dreams, but this dream was just too much today. I know. Totally. I mean, Okonomi's way bigger than a sack of potatoes. <laughs> well, I, I actually, it's funny you say that. Okonomi is 154 kilograms. Yeah, right. I, it's, it is funny you say that because I actually looked up what a sack of potatoes is because it's a standard measure for us. So in terms of kilograms, it's about five kilos. Yeah. Um, so we're talking and about... it's not that easy to pick up. One isn't. One's not. Okonomi is about 31 sacks of potatoes. <laughs> right. Mm. Well, I mean, it's too much. It's too much. I mean, but what Ura represents is the, it's the power of dreams. Yeah. I mean, how's everyone feeling about Ura? Let us know because I'm in a bit of a world of confusion over him. He shook his head afterwards, which he often does when he doesn't pull <laughs> off a cool move. He's like, oh, no, well, that one went by the by the wayside. Okonomi had a steely gaze. I don't really think he appreciated that no. at all. It might have worked. The only way it could have worked is if Okonomi was way more off balance than he was. So if he's already half tipped over, you can sort of get underneath and help that tipping over process, right? Yeah, the, the replay showed... Ura missing a left hand on the belt, which would have helped right. 
pull off then and then he would be off have balance. Pulled in as well. Yeah. So okay. Well, I mean, the other thing this says is that Ura must be feeling very comfortable with his body and his injuries at the moment to attempt this kind of move. Yeah, what does what do 31 sacks of potatoes do on the knees? Oh, terrible, terrible things, I reckon. Well, this leaves us in a situation where Okunumi now moves to five and two. Ura okay. is three and four. Well, we had Tobizaru up against Takara Fuji today is the, the day of very different styles of sumo coming up against each other. They locked up with the arms off the touchy eye for quite a while. And this proved to be the theme of this bout. Tobizaru tried to kick out Takara Fuji's left leg. There was a lot of flurry here, but then they came back to the arm lockup. Tobizaru was lower. Takara Fuji tried to slap. By this point, they were really breathing hard because they were constantly, it wasn't a rest position. It was a constant struggle back and forth. Did you notice Tobizaru always keeping Takara Fuji's hands off him? Yeah. He was working so hard out there. I couldn't, I think the aggressor changed as Absolutely. well. Like, Takara Fuji was definitely trying to get his arms in, but he was also trying to prevent Tobizaru. So it was a real back and forth. At times I thought that Takara Fuji was playing with him. It looked a little bit well, like that, didn't it? Just that uh, Takara Fuji just has such a calm demeanour. Yeah, like a dad a kind of about. wrestling with his kid. Sort exactly. Of making sure to not do too much, not hurt them, but let them put as much as they can into it. So <laughs> the kid's really throwing himself at the dad and sort of putting everything in, but the dad's being very well, careful. And you think about his tr his training regime at home. He's got two kids that he's doing oh, that to. So he's probably finding Tobizaru quite easy to handle. <laughs> Well, Tobizaru comes closer, he gets his hands on the belt. It seems to be what he's looking for these days, but Takarafuji also gets on the belt. Tobizaru is still very low at this point and he tries to get something going, but Takarafuji takes that opportunity to get him out. It, this bout went for a long time and Tobizaru was breathing so hard he was doing that open mouth yeah. gasping that he does. <laughs> like a fish out of water. Yeah, it looked pretty devastated at the loss. Yeah, and look... We were joking about it before, but not to take away from uh, Tobizaru's effort. I, I think Takara Fuji can look like he's not working hard. I think Tobizaru made him work very, very hard today. Yeah, I was trying to look at how, how hard he was breathing mm. and it, it was still pretty hard. Um, and, and quite a technical bout. Tobizaru continues to impress me this time around. I think he should hold his head high. The leg sweeps I didn't love. Oh, yeah, I didn't even mention yeah, that. Yeah, there were two leg sweep attempts. Oh, no, <laughs> Um Takara Fuji's not the right guy to do that against. No, he's, his leg's like a tree track. Exactly. You know? and he, really, he, makes, solid. he makes sure he's very, very stable. His roots go deep. So Takara Fuji, four and three with that win. Tobizaru, he's on the same score. Well, a big bout up next. We had Daesho up against Kiribayama. Kiribayama went straight at Daesho out of the touchy eye, but Daesho's attacks caught him by surprise. Kiribayama got blown backwards and he couldn't stop Daesho continuing forward. Kiribayama, he tried slipping to his left, but Daesho planted a hand on the back of Kiribayama's neck, deposited him down to the dirt. Kiribayama, doing two rotations on the dojo before he came to a rest. A very good Hikitoshi win from Daesho. Yeah, it was a real flip. And in trying to land well, Kiribayama basically flipped himself fully over, spun around like he was breakdancing on his back. And he spun around enough that I think he was dizzy because he wasn't sure then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the side right. of the yeah. ring to go back to. And in fact, he, he headed off to the 90 degree angle. He came towards the camera and then was like, oh, well, the Gyoji, wrong here. the Gyoji said over that way, mate. Yeah, had to show him back to the, the correct side. And, I mean, he's so entertaining 
no matter what really Kiribayama now, something's really changed and he's, he's just a joy to watch because he was laughing. Well, I think that's the thing that I'm going to come away from this bout remembering is that Kiribayama was smiling before he stopped rotating yeah. on the ground. <laughs> He got up. I think he really enjoyed this bout. He knew it was a bit stupid. He's like, I found a new hobby, break dancing. But if anyone is embodying the joy of sumo right now, it's Kiribayama. Yeah, and such a beautiful smile. I mean, nobody would would not want to see that smile on on the regular. Did you see? There was a beautiful moment as he walked down the Hanamichi that he shared with his Tsukibito. I think they were both laughing about it. I think think that Tsukibito was cracking up. His face (laughs) was kind of red. I couldn't see because of the mask, but (laughs) I reckon he was actually, as soon as he saw Kiribayama walking down, he started to giggle. Yeah. Then Kiribayama broke out into this beautiful, broad smile. It was a lovely, lovely moment. It was great. And with that win, Daesho, he moves to five and two. Kiribayama, that was only his second loss. He is five and two as well. Komasubi Takayasu up against Magashira one Takanosho. Takayasu came out forwards. He didn't get himself stuck in a lockup. He moved forward with powerful steps, pushed against Takanosho's neck, didn't fiddle around with anything else, and Takanosho circled away to his right. And as he did so, I think he slipped, but it was definitely a forced error from Takayasu, and Takanosho stumbled down to the ground. So good to see Takayasu setting a high tempo and not waiting and locking up. Exactly. thought this was very, very positive signs from him today. Uh, that now takes their record, that win to Takayasu, takes their record to two and four. So Takanosho still has a better record against Takayasu, mm-hmm. but not today. And they both go in to day eight with a three win and four loss record. Up next, we had Chia Shoma. Uh, he was against Meisei. Chia Shoma, day seven, still looking for a win. And I hate to say it, but he still hasn't found what he's looking for, as you two said. You two also said lemon. So I don't know <laughs> how we need to take that, she, but there might have been lemon. <laughs> There's wisdom in those words, though, I think. Uh, Meisei came forward strong. Chiyoshoma, we've seen this time and time again, this basho. He tries a few pulls. Uh, before what can only be described as lashing out in frustration, slapping Meisei hard in the face. Meisei broke the belt group here, uh, stepped back and drove Chiyoshoma to the ground. Meisei w- was wincing afterwards. I think that uh, slap to the face hit him hard. Yeah, I mean, everybody's been slapped by Chiyoshoma this basho and, and in the past a lot, but uh, no one's uh, been beaten by him yet, which is probably the good thing for Meisei today. Chiyoshoma, he's on the road to Kachikoshi now. Yikes, he's our first. He's our very first. We should explain that for people who are new listeners. We're eternal optimists here at Sumo Mainichi. And instead of when you get to seven losses, instead of being one away from Makakoshi, you are eight wins or whatever number of wins you're, you're only away eight from. away. <laughs> <laughs> Eight wins in Chiyoshoma's well, case, case yeah. away from Kachikoshi. We call it the road, but yeah, Chiyoshoma, he is all bundled up in his warmest clothes. It's snowing. There's a blizzard uh, set to come and he's got a very heavy bundle and he's trudging on. He certainly does. At 0-7 now, this is uh, a career worst start to a basho. If we look back over uh, some of his numbers at this point, there's been... Um, uh, a couple of times where he's been one and six at this point, and he's ended uh, these two bashos on five and ten and six and nine. So he can pull out some magic in the second week. He's going to need a lot of that. Well, after each time he loses, he shakes his head and he's like, oh, it's like he's saying, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. 
Yeah, that's it true. A go. But but it's interesting, isn't it? Because his sumo is just not good at the moment. No, he's dancing around and he's off balance. Pulling, and he's pulling, he's yeah. trying cheap stuff. He just needs to stand there, do sumo. Chiyoshoma, 0-7, Meisei 3 and 4. Sekiwake, Mitakumi, up against Komasubi, Ichinojo. Ichinojo, another flash fast touchy eye straight onto the belt. He took Mitakumi straight to the edge. I thought it was finished with one big effort, but Mitakumi anchored his legs on the Tawara. He's very good at doing that. He stepped to the side, but unfortunately he's still got an Ichinojo attached to him and that Ichinojo picks his belt up again and this time steps him out over the Tawara. So impressive from Ichinojo today. This was powerhouse sumo from the big, big guy. Big moves from him. I mean, Mitakumi, this is exactly what Mitakumi does at day seven on five and one against Ichinojo. Yeah, yeah. Why I mean, was I getting my hopes in up? good form, but Mitakumi. I mean, people are saying that he's, you know, the biggest hope behind Terunofuji for a, a Yu show, and I, I definitely would have said that. But you can't fall to Ichinojo. Well, especially Ichinojo did to Mitakumi what Mitakumi has been doing to other people so exactly. far. Exactly, and he, he just can't let that happen. Uh, so impressed with Ichinojo today. Certainly fighting uh, at his Komasubi rank. He's three and four with that win, Mitakumi five and two with that loss. That brings us to Wakataka Kage up against Ozeki Takakeisho. Takakeisho came forward well at the touchy eye. And while Wakataka Kage dodged the first attacks and moved well, Takakeisho was determined. He moved forward. Wakataka Kage tried to pull. And Wakataka Kage, it looked here like he reached over the back of Takakeisho looking for a belt grip on the rear of the belt. But he couldn't find it. Takakeisho drove forward. He committed everything here and he took Wakatakakage over the bales into the Gyoji and both of those two ended up off the doyo. Yeah, and as the Gyoji hopped off the doyo, he pointed to the side of Takakeisho. It was such a cool move. It was like a contemporary dance move. He pointed the gunbai to Takakeisho. Well, as you pointed out, he pointed it as he was falling off. And I just thought, what presence of mind. Yeah, can't fluster this guy. It was Magic. really cute. Yeah, it was a great recovery from Takakeisho. Um, really good idea just to power forward against yeah. that second pull attempt. Um, and Wakatakakage for the second basho in a row fails to come up with the uh, the answer to Takakeisho, even when he's in this form. Takakeisho, definitely a much needed win <sighs> here. The definition of an MNW, he is three and four. Wakatakakage is the same score. Ozeki Shodai up against Tamawashi. Tamawashi has the upper hand over Shodai, actually. He's coming into this um, as the matchup as uh, 9-6, Tamawashi's way. So let's see what he can do today. He grabbed Shodai's left arm off the Tachiai and he tugged. He was staggering backwards. He was pulling Shodai forwards into him. The idea at this point seemed to be to throw Shodai with the, the shoulder to Tamawashi's left, but Shodai was able to jam a foot up against the Tawara and shift his forward momentum into Tamawashi, forcing him to step out Yorikiri. It was quite amazing to watch on the replay, wasn't it? it Just was that good. change of direction from Shodai at the last moment. I'm going to say it. This was Ozeki Sumo oh, today. I was, I was about to say, yeah. this is hardly Ozeki Sumo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was but good. it was good enough. It was a good recovery. I mean, I guess it wasn't. He didn't really have a chance to do... The sumo from the start because Tamawashi grabbed his arm and pulled straight away. But he moved forward. He, he moved forward. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I'm looking for the positives here. I, I thought this there was a sense of um, 
taking out the garbage, which is what Ozeki should do day in, day out. We know Shodai struggles with that a little bit. I don't think Tamawashi did enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't like calling Tamawashi garbage. Yeah, I know. That's uh, me neither. I feel really bad. I take that back. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'll beep it out when I edit it. But maybe the sumo. The sumo. You mean the sumo. Well, I mean the him. sumo. No, he's a top guy. And, top guy. But, yeah. There's something about the way Shorto doesn't need to keep his centre of gravity low. And we saw no. that again today. He's able to move forward with such power, just standing up straight. I think we need a qualification for Ozeki sumo. I think we have Ozeki sumo, as it is, and then we have Ozeki Shorto sumo. <laughs> because... Well, his Ozeki sumo is to be able to recover from a whole lot of tricky yeah, situations true, true. that he finds himself in. Today he did that. So this is Ozeki Shodai sumo. <laughs> what do you think? Well, do you know what I think? I think we need to stop and celebrate that both Ozeki won today. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, I think it might have happened yesterday as well, but it certainly didn't happen over the first four or five days. No, no. They, they had a real... Uh, Takakesho lost yesterday, but it, maybe oh, okay. it was the day before. But uh, So yeah. maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. I mean, anyway, either that. way, it feels rare for me to look at the score sheet and go both Ozeki won. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Shorto, he's five and two. He is sticking with, uh, well, it's not really the leaderboard, but he's he's up there. Tamawashi, he is three and four. That brings us to the final bout of day seven. Uh, Yokozuna, Terunofuji, up against Maegashira three, Kodnawaka so far, no one has stopped Terunofuji. Can Kodnawaka do it today? The short answer is no, he couldn't. But Kodnawaka put up an admirable effort. Amazingly, he kept changing his grip style through this bout. And he did, didn't it, he? It worked. It kept Terunofuji at bay. Um, at one point, Kodnawaka even tried jamming a hand against the throat of Terunofuji. Yep. And I'm thinking, okay, I, have, I haven't seen this before. Love it. It's ballsy. The other amazing thing Kodnawaka did was break the arm lock. Because there was a point in this bout where, you know, Terunofuji locks up the arms and you said it uh, at the time, oh, arms locked up, this is going to be over quickly. But Kodnawaka found a way out. Eventually, though, Terunofuji prevailed. The belt grip on the side of Kodnawaka's belt was too much for him to deal with and he was taken out Yorikiri. Well, Kodnawaka really endeared himself to me today. Mm. I think he was really nervous. He was taking some really deep breaths before. Just looked, his face just looked a little bit terrified, like, you know, a speech in grade six or something up in front of the whole school. He acqui he acquitted himself so well, I thought. Yeah, yeah. He, those grip flips, I don't know if he saw Kiribayama have some success with it or whether it's part of his own. His sumo is quite dynamic. It so is. So I think it's his own style. I think he really did. His own style towards Terunofuji. Well, I've got a, I have a theory and this, seeing Kodnawaka perform today really made me think I might be onto something here. I feel like the other Rikishi are crowdsourcing a solution to Terunofuji because as you said, I think Kodnawaka built on what Kiribayama did yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and maybe together they can come up with a solution if they're all swapping tapes, yeah. they're all watching them. They're making notes They're in their little united notebooks. Front. I think so because at the moment in this basho, we have one target mm -hmm. and that target is Terunofuji. Yeah. And each day there's a little bit more data added to go what works, what doesn't work, where are the weaknesses. And we, we saw Kodnawaka try a few things here that we haven't seen other people do that while he didn't win today, I think adds to that base of knowledge on maybe how one of these rank and file Rikishi might be able to upset the champion. Absolutely. I think you're exactly right. I loved how he got on the belt. People are very nervous. I wonder if the next thing to try, people are very nervous to 
at the Tachiago straight into Terunofuji. Mm. You always see a hesitation. Yeah. And actually Asanyama was one of the only guys who would always slam straight into him. And I wonder oh, if that's the next yeah. thing to try if they need to watch some Asanyama tapes, tapes because that could be the surprise that, that somebody needs yeah. to get Terunofuji off kilter a little bit. It's a great point because we haven't seen anyone surprise Terunofuji yet out of the touchy eye. So, I mean, there are people who could do it. We Give haven't it seen go. them fight him yet. Well, who's Look, he got? Well, we'll do the leaderboard and then you can tell We will. But the, the other thing I, I do want to say that I think we should uh, start from today is Terunofuji, I feel, has this Yusho. Oh, yeah. But I want to start a, a rating system for how people did against him. Okay. So let's, we'll do it on a star rating out of five stars. How would you rate Kodnawaka's effort today? Uh, well, I guess five would be, would five be beating him? Ah, oh, that's a great point. I hadn't or would thought. six out of five be beating him? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's say that four and a half is doing everything but not beating him. Okay. And five star is beating him. Is beating him. him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess for Kodnawaka, I'd go like three and a half. Yep. I completely agree. I think yeah. he did really well. Yeah. And maybe Kiribayama would be up there as well, I think. Kiribayama maybe... 3.25? Yeah. How many decimal points have we got? I'm, I'm comfortable with a quarter of a star. Okay. Yep. Okay. 3.25. You've got to, it's hard to draw a quarter of a star. Oh, you know when you did that in school, you're like, oh, quarter's fine, and then you try and draw it, and you're like, oh, this just yeah. looks like a weird point. <laughs> weird triangle. No matter what a quarter of a star looks like, we finish the end of day seven with Yokozuna, Terunofuji on 7-0, Kodnawaka 2-5. Well, the leaderboard... Terunofuji is on seven wins, as you said. Who's behind him but Miyogiriu on six wins out by himself? Fair enough. They won't fight yet. We were up for a Terunofuji Miyogiriu matchup <laughs> tomorrow, it. but it's not happening. And then on five wins, here's the pack it's Shodai Mitakuyumi, Kiribayama, Daisho, Onosho, Okonomi, Endo, and Chionokuni is hanging in there. <laughs> yes, he certainly is. Let's look at the bouts for day eight. Eight, Nakabi, the middle day of the Basho. Tamawashi fights Terunofuji at the end of oh, the day. There you go. Daisho Takakesho okay. is the bout before. Shodai takes on Kodnawaka for the very first time in their uh, their careers. Mitakumi takes on Meisei. Hoshoryu is back. Yes. Against Ichi Nojo. Oh, so okay. Mongolian matchup there. Hoshoryu has a 5-3 record against Ichi Nojo, but obviously coming off... Uh, uh, sickness, who knows what's going to happen there. Takiyasu takes on Chia Shoma. And looking down, Myogiryu has Chiyono O. Okay. So that'll be a tough bout. There is one bout that I want to highlight, and I think everyone should go and buy a bottle of champagne, get it nice and cold, and as the Tachiai goes off, shake it up and just spray the living All room All over the living room. Because <laughs> Ura is taking on Tobizaru. Oh, <laughs> Oh, what's going to happen I just there? got lightheaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the well, champagne match. I'm going straight day. out after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying five. That will be fantastic. Wow, excellent. Some great matchups on day eight. Make sure you join us. We're going to be here bringing you all the action from the middle day of the Basho. Thanks for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Yeah.